Hello, and welcome back to Coffee Talks with Kay, with your host, Kaylin Danny. Today is Friday, October 30th, 2020. Today's topic is going to be about poverty. So if you are interested, just keep tuning in. Thank you. Okay, hello everybody. This is episode three of Coffee Talks with Kay. And today we're going to be talking about poverty. Um, Did you guys know that 23.8% of African Americans are living in poverty just as 2019? That's a shocking number. So I was reading an article earlier this week and it stated In 2019, the share of Blacks in poverty was 1.8 times greater than the share among the general population. Blacks represented 13.1 of the total population in the United States, but 23.8 of the poverty populations. Also, Hispanics in poverty are 1.5 more than they share in general populations. Hispanic comprise 18.7 total the population in the United States, but 20 uh, but 28.1 the population is in poverty. But for Asians, it's not that much. Only only seven percent of Asians are living under the poverty line. So those are some big numbers I read in an article. And honestly, I'm not even shocked because you see how the government always try to treat minorities. And being the state with the highest rate of poverty in the country, lack of access to certain benefits, lack of grocery stores, high health care costs, institutional racism that has negative effect on the racial groups and the lack of nutritional foods, but we cannot see why Mississippi has more food insecurity, and a high rate of poverty than any other state in the nation. And I find this to be very true because I actually have family that lives in Mississippi, and most of them are diabetic or obese because, you know, since they have, you know, not that much grocery stores, they always tend to eat out fast food or eat junk food to try to survive. And then some of my family members are actually... They don't have jobs because, you know, they, they've been laid off and or they're not getting paid minimum wage. So that's why both my family members are living in Mississippi right now. They are living below the poverty line and they're suffering and their health care is ranked at 50 percent. Their education is at 46 percent. The economy is at the 48th. Infrastructure is at 45. Opportunity is 44th. Crime and corrections is 26. And natural environment is 11. According from a chart, poverty rate in Mississippi from the year 2000 to 2019, according to this chart, I noticed that in the year 2012, um, the poverty rate was at an all-time high of 24.2% of people that are living in poverty. 
In the year 2000, there was only 18.2 people in those living in poverty. And as of last year, the numbers have went down significantly. And the numbers from last year, people, it was only 19.6% of people living in poverty. In my opinion, the three ways that we, sh we that we need to do to reduce poverty in America is one to increase employment rates, two raise America's pay, and three pay families in sick leave. In the South or in Mississippi, the min the minimum wage is seven twenty five an hour, comes to fifteen thousand annually for full-time work, 52 weeks a year. The federal poverty threshold for a family of three is $20,000 and try, and try living on that. If the minimum wage is increased to about $10 an hour, I feel as though that people will make more money and they will stop living in poverty. I feel as though that families should be getting paid um, when they leave or sick leave. Leave will protect parents who take time off to care for their baby if they get sick. I still feel as though that they should get paid even when they're sick. Lastly, I feel as though that, that the employment rate needs to increase because there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the U.S., but much of it won't generate a profit. I feel as though building mass transit, fixing the roads, converting clean energy sources, and investing in vital services such as school, childcare, and elderly generate both public benefits and jobs. So do local hiring ordinance for large employers in low-income communities. Building low-cost houses provides jobs as it increases disposable income for lowering house housing costs. Free community college could train more people. And if you believe anyone willing to work should have a job, the government can be the employer of last resort. Many studies suggest that strengthening unions and collective bargaining rights would also bring upwards pressures on wages across the board. Thank you guys for tuning in for Coffee Talks with Kay with your host, Kaylin Fanny. I hope that you guys enjoyed my podcast on poverty in America in Mississippi, and I hope you guys learned something from it. Please let me know what you guys want to hear from me next. Thank you, and have a nice day.